San Antonio Sports Star Audio Vault is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Jack Thompson, James Pledger, the poster. What is up, San Antonio? Welcome back to the post-up. And for y'all sticking around through the hangover, we appreciate you. I'm Jack Thompson. It's my main man, Pledge, over there holding it down. And we are the post-up. This is the San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN 1250 and 1033 FM, for those who are not familiar yet. (laughs) Man. Whole lot of stuff going on. Whole lot of stuff going on. So where do we start? Ah, we're going to start with the All-Star Reserves were announced this past week. Oh. And, you know, I have a little bit of grief about it, my man. But oh, yeah? Thankfully... Do you feel there was a snub? I do feel like there was at least one snub. We're going to get right into that. Is so, it Jaron Jackson? Hey, Jaron Jackson, as of late, looking <laughs> like an all-star, man. He absolutely is. But now, as of right now, I mean, we'll start off with the West, of course. So, our reserves, we're looking at Devin Booker, Luka Doncic, yep. Rudy Gobert, yep. Draymond yep. Green, yep. Donovan Mitchell, mm-hmm. Chris Paul, mm-hmm. and Carl Anthony Towns. Okay. I don't see any issues. My issue is Draymond Green. Very good player. Okay. But what does he do that makes him an all-star? I mean, of course the issue has been uh, Wiggins. But we're past that. The fan vote does it every year. Here's the thing. I do believe Wiggins has played like an all-star this year. A starter, though? I don't know if he's an all-star starter. I, I don't think he's a starter, but I do believe that he is... Firmly an all-star. I don't think that he is an all-star, man. Even as, even on the reserves, I feel like there are better players. Like Brandon, you, Brandon Ingram, Edwards, obviously DeJounte. Mm-hmm. Like, I think but all we're f- talking front court, so Anthony Edwards, back court. Fair. DeJounte Yeah, Murray, I guess he court. is coming in as... He's a forward. He's in the front court. So small forward. Yeah. Is small forward's front court? Yeah, they do two two back courts, so they do two starting guards and yeah. then front court. So that's gotcha. how they have it divvied up yeah, between yeah. front and back. But I mean, either way, like one of the other West starters, or even reserve. I mean, one of the other reserves, say when I don't know, a Carl Anthony Towns or mm-hmm. a Rudy Gobert could have easily been yes in that place. My problem's not with the front court. While I can make an argument for Jaron Jackson and the way that he's played, mm-hmm. and I can make different arguments for a couple of different front court guys, nothing feels egregious to me. Yeah, I mean, right. And when it comes to the back court, because everybody's everybody's trumpeting Dejounte Murray, Dejounte Murray, Dejounte Murray, Dejounte Murray. Even players in the league, I get it. But Draymond's also his boy, both represented by Clutch, mm-hmm. like. I mean, there's a little bit of hammering yeah. going on there as yeah. well. But in terms of the backcourt, I have no issues. 
Like, can you make an argument that DeJounte should be in over Chris Paul? Sure, I can see an argument, but there's nothing egregious about what I've se- what I see with the All Stars. And I mean, I, I responded earlier uh, this week once it was announced. People were like, "God, I don't know what else Dejounte could have done to be considered an All Star." B six eight. Oh, <laughs> I, uh, that's a good one. But my simple response was, "When?" Yeah, I mean, wins get you in. like. I don't see De'Aaron Fox's name on there either. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a bunch of guys I don't see on the All Star ballot. A lot of those guys are playing at the bottom of the Western Conference too. Like yeah. you can be as good as you want to be if you're not relevant. You're usually not getting invited to it's this. Definitely, event. definitely fair. That's really my only agree. I mean, I agree with all of those. I even I have even less of a grievance with the East. I mean, their their reserves, Jimmy Butler, Darius mm-hmm. Garland, James Harden, Zach Levine, Chris Middleton, Jason Tatum, Fred Van Vliet have really no issue there. I mean, maybe Jalen Brown mm-hmm. could have been an All Star. Mm-hmm. Maybe Jared Allen, Gar- Garland or Van Vliet. Maybe, maybe I, Garland has been hooping. He has, he has absolutely. Like I, I love said, him. Like as I it. said, though, maybe. Yeah. Maybe like I'm just trying he to would've... find the argument, but I I guess Jalen Brown falls into the the backcourt, huh? Yeah. Even though he's six eight, he's six eight, but he's a two. Yeah, he does play the two. I mean, I feel also. You look at the Eastern reserves. You have Chris Middleton and Jason Tatum, and I guess Jimmy Butler as the front court. court. Yep. There's no bigs. Mm-mm. I feel like maybe Jared Allen or I feel like if Sabonis wouldn't have gotten hurt, he would have been an All Star, possibly. But if if Sabonis, why not Allen? Especially with no, the season that the Cavs are having. That's like, what I'm saying. They a are winning. Mm-hmm. B Jared Allen's been phenomenal. Yeah, like I do believe like in the East, if we're looking for quote-unquote snubs, I think Jared Allen's probably the chief among them. I mean, there is the uh, Adam Silver will choose an injury replacement for Kevin Durant, so someone from that, you Front know, court. yeah, it'll probably be Jared Allen. You would hope. Yeah, should be Jared Allen. But for the most part, I'm, I'm never going to be upset and snubbed when you're talking about A, fan votes, mm-hmm. because that's on the fans at that point. Yeah. And B... If there's not an egregious dismissal, like, yes, DeJounte Murray is in the upper echelon of assists and rebounds in the league at his position. And first and steals. And first and steals. He better be first team all NBA or I will riot. He better be first team all defensive. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, Yeah. that's first team all defense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no doubt. But I'm not going to get upset because they're going with the guy who's averaging 25 points a game. Yeah, I'm. I'm just not because what is an All Star event? They don't play defense. No. <laughs> so, I mean, it is what it is, and I'm. I don't see anything egregious. And if the Spurs were better, Deshante would probably have more clout. Oh yeah, I no I, I definitely agree with that. It's just, I mean, the. The dude's leading yes. the league in triple doubles. Mm-hmm. He's top 10 
he's the number one rebounder for guards in the yep. entire league. Don't disagree with All any of steals. this. Like it just it like I said, what the what the they fans have been tweeting out like what more does he have to do statistically? And there's li- nothing. Wins. Yeah, it's literally all, that's what you have to do. It all comes down to wins for sure. Because I look at it personally, mm-hmm. and I I see what people are saying in terms of feeling he was slighted. I get it. Mm-hmm. I understand that thought process. But at the same time, I look at other players who could have similar gripes. Like Darren Fox is averaging 22 a game, basically. I mean, that's that's a really good player on a really bad team that got zero, zero run in terms of possibly being an all-star. You know, the Rockets have zero. You know, mm-hmm. Kevin Porter Jr. has been playing phenomenal this year. Alperin Shingoon, Christian Wood, like none of them were even considered because they're bad teams and bad teams don't get considered mm-hmm. when it comes to an all-star event, usually, yeah. unless you are otherworldly good. Yeah, yeah. So moving into the next, uh, we'll go into some trades now. Last oh. or Yesterday, we got the Clippers traded... Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, a future second round to the Blazers for Norman Powell and Robert Covington. Nice. Yeah, great pickup for the the Clippers because once Paul George comes back, they're going to be tough. That team's already tough right now. They just beat the (laughs) Lakers with no one. So, but what is, what are the Blazers doing, man? They traded Gary Trent, their best young player, to get Norman Powell. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like an And then even, they re-signed him. Yeah, and then they re-signed Norman Powell, someone who I wanted the Spurs very much to get in this offseason. Mm-hmm. They re-signed him for a good contract. He's playing well. And then suddenly they booed him for an old Eric Bledsoe. Mm-hmm. Justice Winslow, who's never seemed to find his way in the league. Keon Johnson, who is a rookie, unproven, mm-hmm. and a second-round pick. And, but, wh- the second-round pick's the most egregious thing. <laughs> that is the most egregious thing. I'm just going to start there. That is like the DeMar DeRozan, and we get a second-round pick in, like, 2027 or yeah. whatever it was. <laughs> like, okay, great. And everybody's like, look, draft capital. Not really. Not really. <laughs> there, there aren't a whole lot of AOs out yeah, there. Yeah, take some deep diving. But. Keon Johnson, coming into the draft, we talked about him being one of the most athletic freaks Mm -hmm. coming out of the draft. And the potential is, you know, lottery ticket Mm -hmm. in terms of just his athletic ability. Yes. Um, It opens up the possibility for them to get some more minutes in terms of having... (laughs) Who are you giving more minutes Anthony Simmons? I mean, he's already playing 30-plus minutes a night. Yeah, because of Dame's injury, (laughs) obviously. But, you know, does that mean they're getting close to moving C.J. McCollum? I mean, I feel if C.J. leaves, Dame is a free agent this season, right? 
Uh, no. He just signed a long-term deal, I believe. Did he? Yeah, I believe he's under a Supermax. He might be. Let but... me let me double-check his contract stats real quick. But I do believe he's under contract for multiple years. I just thought the whole point of what the Blazers were trying to do was to bolster the roster to get to for Dame to stay. Yeah, he's not a free agent until 2025. So he has. He has stay. a player option in 2024. So he's got to stay for at least two, two more, more seasons. Years. Yeah. Poor Dame, man, keeping him in straight purgatory over there. But here's the thing: with Dame out, the hip flexor injury, you keep him out all season. Mm -hmm. You move pieces that could possibly help. You know. Norm Powell. Yeah. Maybe it, because it, from all accounts, the Pelicans are looking at C.J. McCollum closely. Mm -hmm. You move a C.J. McCollum, all of a sudden, you start racing towards the bottom. You get a high draft pick to pair with Dame. Keon Johnson proves to be something. He's a first-round pick this year with, you know, that, that potential yeah. in terms of just athletic ability. Yeah, 45-inch vert. I mean, I I can see I what they may be trying to do. Yeah. In terms of, if we're going to do this around Dame, what we've been doing's not working. Yeah. Let's, let's get a really good like, draft pick this year. Yeah. And let's get, you know, some high upside guys mm -hmm. and see if we can flip this thing in a hurt. So, I mean, it... Yeah, if you look at it that way, for sure, but... It's the only way it makes sense to look at it. Yeah, for real, it, it, it is. I just feel like once Paul George comes back, the clips are going to be tough. Yeah. Reggie Jackson, Norman Powell, Paul George, Rob Cove, and whoever the center yeah. is. And, yeah, and then when, you know, Kawhi gets back... <laughs> <laughs> I despise that, man. It just came out of Remember left field. Remember earlier this year when they were talking about, oh, man, Kawhi's got a chance to come back this season. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Rudolph Renee also makes a really good point on our Facebook Live saying the lack of nationally televised games keeps DeJounte from, from being an all-star. Yeah. I mean, you say that, yes, but he was also eighth in fan voting, and he that's certainly a lot for a player who is never seen by anybody. Way to go to San Antonio. Yeah. <laughs> Next, the Nets and Sixers have opened up trade rumors and talks revolving around a deal between Ben Simmons and James Harden. Mm. Obviously, that would have to in include other pieces on the Sixers' part, probably a Tobias Harris. Sure. They've already already said that they're not going to deal Maxi in a deal like that. I wouldn't. Yeah. I, I love me some Tyrese I would not Maxie. either, yeah. So. When there was talk about DeMar mm -hmm. going to Philadelphia in the offseason, if you remember, and him possibly being a piece to play next to him. I, I wanted Max. Oh, I wanted, wanted, wanted Maxi more than I wanted Simmons. Yeah, I wanted Tyrese Maxi for sure. But, but if you remember when they were talking about whether it was DeJounte or Derek or who's going to go, mm -hmm. you know, can they shake things up to possibly bring Ben Simmons back on board? Like, Maxi was the guy I was... Yeah, circling. Yep. The Nets' big three have played a total 
of 16 games together. Sure. And James Harden, obviously very frustrated. He's been out in the media, said he is frustrated blatantly, that he just wants to win. And with, Do you blame him? No, I don't blame him one bit. He got coerced by Kyrie Irving into coming to this team, and Kyrie Irving's nowhere to be found. Kevin Durant's hurt, and he's the sole dog that has to keep things going at home. It's like he's back in Houston. Yeah, literally back where <laughs> back where he left off. So, no, of course, I don't blame him one bit. It's just what a freaking fail of an experiment that we thought could be the greatest team ever assembled. And it... Showed that potential when healthy. Yeah. Like, when healthy and when all were on the court at the same time, you're like, wow, this team's something else. Because they found something with James being the lead, no, yeah. Kyrie playing off, and then Kevin Durant just Bringing knowing home, yeah. when to take over. Like, it was... When Special. we saw it, it looked like, wow, this may... 70, 73 could be in jeopardy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but 16 games total played for their big three... And it seems like James Harden is imminently movable at the trade deadline because he's going to leave this year. There's a good possibility. I think it's a foregone conclusion that he's out. I don't think he's, you know, James Harden, you know him. I do. Yeah. And you know, like once he's got his mind set, like he's going to do everything in his power to get that done. Whether that's sitting out, getting fat, going to strip clubs with a little baby, <laughs> like He's going to get it done somehow. So, I I think it's a foregone well, conclusion. When he goes to a strip club with a little baby, at least we know that he's giving out Louis Vuitton yeah. bags full of cash. <laughs> but on the flip side, a Nets team with Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Tobias Harris, and Ben Simmons sounds pretty formidable. Having Embiid... Embiid and James Harden pick and roll sounds like the most unstoppable thing in the whole league. Having Embiid, Harden pick and roll with Maxi, like as the safety, that sounds so dangerous. Mm -hmm. Matisse at the three, locking people up. Mm -hmm. Who would be there for? I I, mean, I look at that team if they're able to pull that off. Mm -hmm. I don't know how Ben Simmons fits in Brooklyn. I think he fits well because the, all they have is shooters. True. If they and here's the other thing, especially and, if Joe Harris can come. That's back. what I'm saying. That's the that's the little known. But like, Patty too, like they've got nothing but shooters out there. That's the little known, like under the radar headline of Ebay talks about Kyrie only playing in away games, mm -hmm. Durant being hurt, and Harden being alone because of it. Joe Harris really affects integral part of that team. Really affects how good that team can mm -hmm, be, especially you, if if Harden had a Joe Harris right now, they would not be on a seven game losing streak. No, they would probably be still one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference, mm -hmm. just because Joe Harris is extremely. He's underrated. making layups from the three point line. It's he's a layup. Extremely underrated. You cannot leave him. It's a straight layup if he's wide open. But so, it's yeah. not even that. It, like his ability to create a shot even outside of the three point mm -hmm. line. Like he is a just really, really good basketball player. Yes, I'm a big, big Joe Harris fan for sure. I just, I don't know. What are the pieces that have to make this work when you're talking about Harden and Simmons? Because let's face it, when when we're talking about Philly, Philly's been steadfast on we want first-round picks in return as well. 
Brooklyn doesn't have those no. because of James Harden. Yeah. So, I mean, James Harden definitely supplements the first-round picks. Because he wanted a star and for Simmons. I think it'll be, I mean... Or do you think the the asking price gets lessened and it becomes For more? a James Harden, I think it gets lessened. I mean, I feel like a, a Tobias Harris, a Ben Simmons... I don't know who else. Maybe you throw in there for James Harden and someone from the Nets. The one issue, though, is Harden does have that player option at the end. Mm-hmm. He can become a free agent. Still. Exactly. Yeah. And Ben Simmons is on a multi-year deal. Yeah. Like, there, there is the possibility that you trade, things don't work out the way you planned, mm-hmm. and Harden's gone. Yeah, which is imminently possible for sure. Which I think, if you're talking about a trade, that's the possible hiccup that could derail all of this. Mm-hmm. Hey, they got six days to decide. We've got a lot going on. Murky waters in the NBA. This is the post up on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM, 1250, and now 103.3 FM. Always check us out on the go. We'll be back. Welcome back, San Antonio. This is the post-up. Jack Thompson here. Pledge giving us the fresh beats. We'll hop right back into it with some Spurs talk. We spent a lot of time talking about DeJounte in that first one, so we'll move past that. The Rising Stars rosters were announced. Another snub! And yet, did we have another snub with Devin Vassell? I think this one's a, a bigger snub than was DeJounte. If we're gotcha. going to be honest. No, I, I agree. There is a new format with the Rising Stars Challenge. Uh, it is now a sort of mini tournament in which instead of Team World versus Team USA, as it has been before, and rookie so- sophomores even before that, this year's Rising Stars Challenge will feature three games between the four teams in which the league is referring to as a mini tournament. The first two games will be played against each other, as will the second two, and then the winners of those two will play against each other to determine the ultimate victor. As far as the format goes, I'm all about it. Sounds sick. A little tournament between these guys? Yeah. Love love the sound of that, for sure. There are two things about this upcoming All-Star Weekend that I am really, really excited about. One of them is this Rising Stars mini-tournament. Mm-hmm. That also includes G League players. Two G League Ignite players. Yes. Mm-hmm. That one makes me really excited. The mm-hmm. other is the recreating, like the teams of two that have to recreate iconic playoff shots oh. from out the 75 year history. That's cool. I was not aware of okay. that. No, I'm definitely into that. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of give you the rundown of what this whole new Mm -hmm. format is Mm -hmm. in terms of what they're going to do, right? Mm -hmm. So we've got the four-team Rising Stars thing. 24 players, four four teams, six players per team. You're getting... uh, It's all rookies and sophomores, Mm -hmm. so 12... 12... er, Yeah. Okay, so... I am going to 
now after this tournament, we go into what they're going to call the Clorox Clutch Challenge. Clutch Challenge. This is really cool. So, in between these games, in between games two and three of the Rising Stars, a total of eight NBA and G League Ignite players will be divided into four teams. Four teams of two. They're going to compete to make shots from five locations on the court tied to iconic shots made in the history of the NBA playoffs. Oh, So part of it is, well, what do you think those shots are? Mm -hmm. Obviously, I would think Jordan's final shot. Final shot. Uh, Kawhi's from the corner. Kawhi's from the corner. Uh, Magic Skyhook. Yeah. In the lane, right? Yeah. Uh, Jordan over Elo at the top of the key. Yeah. Tim's bank three. I mean, there there are a ton. So narrowing all these shots down mm-hmm. is going to be like really really That's, fun. That is very cool. So each team that competes will share one ball, mm-hmm. and its players must alternate shots so no player shoots two times consecutively. Each team is given a minute and thirty seconds, counting down to make a shot from each of the five locations in any order. So mm-hmm. team one. If you finish at like a minute 25, that's the time to beat. So team two's got to beat that score. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. I'm into this. Obviously, it's going to be really cool. And so in the clutch challenge this year, we're going to see Tyrese Halliburton. It will be a team uh, of Tyrese Halliburton and Desmond Bain of Mm -hmm. the Memphis Grizzlies, Scotty Barnes and Chris Duarte, Evan Mobley and Josh Giddy. And then the Ignite team will be represented by Fonzo Zeng and Michael Foster Jr. Nice. And I'm I am all in on whatever this event is. I don't know what the shots are gonna be yet. That's gonna be really exciting to find out. Yeah. But whatever this is in between the Rising Stars Challenge, mm-hmm. I'm very, very excited about it. Oh yeah, that sounds I'm that sounds really cool. Looking at these uh, teams. How did we leave this one out? Esteban Ramon, Sean Elliott's Memorial Day Miracle. Talk about playoff greatness in yeah. terms of shots. Yeah, definitely. Looking at these, I mean, obviously, a Devin Vassell is a sophomore. Mm-hmm. So the sophomores in this are Tyrese Maxey, Cole Anthony, Jaden McDaniels, mm-hmm. LaMelo Ball, Isaiah Stewart, Tyrese Halliburton, Anthony Edwards, Sadiq Bay, Desmond Bain, Presses Achiwa, and Isaac Okoro. Well, there's the there's who you're taking off right there. Mm-hmm. Get Isaac Okoro out of this game and put Devin Vassell in. Yes. What on earth has Isaac Okoro done? Okoro or Stewart. I like either. Isaac Okoro. He's, that is, I mean, definitely a good player. I has, liked him coming out. Yeah, has a very good chance to be good, but he has not He, he has hasn't not done, done anything, anything for me yet. He hasn't done anything, mainly just because there are no minutes for him. Yeah. Like, you had Cam Reddish there, you had uh, uh, John Collins. I can even Clint make Capella. an excuse for Jaden McDaniels. What has that guy done? Exactly. And, and if you're talking wins, I mean that's the Timberwolves. Like 
Devin Vassell deserves to be in this game. Yeah, he absolutely does. That's a huge snub. Everybody else, I mean, I, I put, I put Devin over Jay Sean Tate. I just would. I mean, I, I don't disagree. But it's not as simple as some of the other choices. No, I, I agree. Like, Jay Sean Tate has actually been a really good player for a couple of years. He has. No, he's he's a good player. Definitely. I just think, yeah, I mean, get get Isaac, Isaac Okoro and Jaden McDaniels out of but there. You can much, absolutely find better but players. But how much of this also goes to the fact that a guy like Jay Sean Tate gets a ton of burn? Mm-hmm. While last year, Devin Vassell, no burn. 10 minutes a game-ish. Yeah. This year, his minutes seem sporadic and inconsistent at times mm-hmm. throughout the season. Like, how much of that is the fact that the way that Pop does his minutes no, it's a big, hurts these players? It does hurt. It does hurt, Devin, because if he had played more last year, he'd be better now this year. It's just how it works. So, yeah, it, it definitely is a detriment. And, like, we've been begging for the unleashing of rookie for literally years so yeah it, it definitely hurts it just seems like an egregious snub there i mean isaac coral Jaden daniels get out of here with that you're very very hurt by this it's just those guys haven't done anything man and we've seen devin do a lot in his little yeah. minutes so okay breaking away from that <laughs> breaking away from that we'll go into some spurs trade rumors Yak has been hitting the rumor mill over the last couple weeks. We saw two or three weeks ago the Raptors mentioned that they want Yaka Pirtle back. And now over this past week, we have Mark Stein saying that the... Why am I blanking here? The Bulls. The Bulls, the Bulls are interested in Yaka Pirtle and that in return, the supposedly the Spurs, Spurs want a first round, their first round pick and a, a quali- first round pick. Yeah a first-round pick, and a quality player. Looking at the roster... Not many quality players. Not a whole lot of quality players after that starting five. So, that really boils down to uh, two guards, Colby White, big fan, prolific scorer, Mm -hmm. shoots the heck out of the ball, good upside, and then rookie in the Rising Stars Challenge, Ayo Desumu. If you haven't heard, look the man up. Last night, he had 15 points, 14 assists. Mm-hmm. So, kid can hoop. I'd love either of those guys. Both combo guards. Both fit would fit well on the other side of DeJounte. I think Kobe White would fit better. I think he has better two guard. I think he's better without the ball than AO is. I think he shoots it better. So, I would absolutely be, you know, Yak, like we said before. Now, if you were to make that move and mm-hmm. you get you get the first round pick. Mm-hmm depending whenever that conveys, and you get Kobe White, Mm -hmm. let's say, right? Yeah. So you get everything that you want in return for Jakob Pertl. That forces a guy that we've only seen play 10 minutes into a very big role Mm -hmm. with little understood future in terms of the big man position. Yeah, yeah. And on top of that, as we look at what you get in return, are you then looking to flip more after that? Because Colby White has got a very similar skill set as it, as it pertains to Lonnie. Lonnie, 
Derek, Derek, Trey, like all of these guys are mm-hmm. basically the same guy as mm-hmm. DeJounte, but DeJounte is the one piece that we can look at and go, he's not going anywhere. Devin's another guy, I believe, that we can look at and say, I'm not ready to get rid of him for almost anything. Calden too. Sure. Mm-hmm. So those three are eminently untouchable. Not but, untouchable, but... You well, know. DeJounte, I would say, is pretty pretty untouchable. Yeah, yeah, but I mean the other two. No, like, yeah. Not untouchable, but in mm-hmm. terms of the grand scheme of things... It they would fit the scheme. It would have to be something that would yeah. blow the doors off you. Agreed. No, but I after if we move Yach, I'm certainly looking to move a Derek, a Lonnie, package them with a Thad to go get more picks or another, you know, big qual- yeah, big quality player that we want. So certainly, yeah, I, 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 if that was a move, it couldn't be on. It couldn't be the only move because we would need that big, but also. All the Spurs need is six more wins, baby. That's all we need. The rest of the season is t- six more wins. Esteban, we're not saying we're we're not Team Yak. Yak is great. Love Yak. He's the, a big reason as to why we've won a lot of our games this season. But you're a bad team. Sell high on everything you have. Yes, because after next season, Yak is a free agent. And there, those teams that want him now are going to want him then and will be able to pay more than we can. No, not necessarily, because you will have the cap yeah, space. Fair. But it's, it's how do you divvy up that money? Are mm-hmm. you going to pay too much to keep a Yaka Pirtle? Because part of the thing that makes Yak so intriguing mm-hmm. is the fact that he's overplaying his contract. He is. He is. So eventually, he's going to want more, and we're going to have to match or pay more to here's, keep them. Here's the thing though. What if Patrick Williams were available? Yeah. <laughs> we we talked about that before, but we were both like he's There's not, no he's way. not available. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah, that was both the first name we said, but then we came to the conclusion that they ain't giving that man up. It's a lot like when we were talking uh the Toronto Raptors and uh when his name became available mm-hmm. and we we're like, well what about Pascal Siakam? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I would take Precious or OG Ananobi. Well, OG, I think we both believed was the off-limits guy yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's, I mean, I'm, look, we're, we're, we've seen this story been told by the Spurs for several years. I'll believe it when I see it. Yes, <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it, but things need to change yes. if we want the Spurs to change. Like, I'm on Team Yacht, too. I love him. I love what he's been doing. But, to be fair, with Yacht and DeJounte both playing at the level they're playing, this is still a 17-win team. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Things need to change, and you need to figure out which pieces can net you the ability to upgrade. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know... Sometimes you got to say bye to the players you like, man. It's just, it's George a business. Hill. Yeah, George Hill. I mean, the list goes on for the Spurs. Of, Jonathan Simmons. Yeah, fan favorites that, you know, either are going to get paid more or you've got to move them before that happens. This is the post-up on San Antonio Sports Star, y'all. ESPN AM 1250 and now 103.3 FM. Check us all out on the go at sasportstar.com. Pledge and I will be right back to talk some sneakers. Y'all hang tight. Hollywood go. Go. 
up, y'all? This is the post up. Jack Thompson, J. Cole, holding it down. Jump right into some sneaker news. Pretty good lineup of sneakers coming out. Yeah, there is. We're throwing it back retro with our first one. Coming out later this year, yet to be determined. The Nike Zoom Flight 95s are being retroed and coming back. For those that don't know what those are. I know, I know, I had them. Oh. Those are the old J-Kids. The J-Kids, man. <laughs> I had those, but not in the black and white like that. I mm -hmm. had the one with that uh, mystique color. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a fire shoe, dude. I'm excited for these to come back. Love when things get retroed. It definitely looks like they have modernized them a little bit. New tech in it. Yeah, obviously. I like it. It looks... It yeah. looks legit. They look they look great. They really do. This is going to be a six shoe to come out. It's going to be retailing at about 160. Yeah, it looks really good. Love the flight in the back on the on the the heel tab. The check across the toe, mm -hmm. super fire with the contrast with the check on the back. We go from black to white. Love the bubbles on the sole. I mean, mm -hmm. everything about this shoe is just cool. Yeah, it was it was literally one of my favorite shoes when I was a kid. I, that was actually one of the ones that I hooped him for a long time. Super retro. Definitely going back to the mid-90s with it. Yeah, very, very fond of this shoe. Going to be sick to see the other colorways that come out. Hopefully, they're not quite as heavy as the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> it was a the heavy shoe back The retros were pretty dang heavy, about two pounds each. So, hopefully... Hopefully they've made them a little bit lighter, but yeah, this is this is definitely a six sneaker. Excited for that one to come out. Yeah, I'm also excited about uh, February 18th, the drop of the LeBron Nine. Mm, oh. That Big Bang, yes. colorway looks sick yeah, with the that, orange and that orange, vibrant orange. I mean, love when they retro LeBrons for sure, but the retail of 240. Yeah, that's pretty dang steep it is and i'm not a huge fan of lebron's but i like the way this one looks yeah i mean the lebron eights and nines both high and low are maybe his best silhouettes that yeah. he's come out with so yeah i mean there are endless good colorways mm -hmm. with these shoes and yeah this big bang and i like that high look too that high silhouette's got a mm-hmm it's got speaking of the big bang it's it's a banging looking colorway i oh, like yeah. the the dark orange on the light orange mm -hmm. yeah it's just a it's just a great flowing shoe you get the big air bubble in the back mm -hmm. and the cool one of the cool parts is you know since it's the big bang it's you know space mm -hmm. and the the insole and the inside material mm -hmm. is all like galaxy star colored so that's a pretty cool um you know some pretty cool details it also has a glow in the dark soul dope which is cool that's I mean, dope yeah the soul is icy and it glows in the dark too so that's cool it's got 3m on all the nike like checks and swooshes and everything yeah, yeah. and for people who don't know what 3m is it's reflective that, that's that reflective material you see on shoes that picks up the light Six six shoe. I mean, it's got the retro fly wire in it, mm -hmm. which is dope. I, I miss the fly wire. It's a six shoe, but two forty is too steep for me on these. Although it might be a pass. I would be willing to part with two hundred for our next one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Next, we're going in of this of this week's drops. This is oh, these by the, far my favorite. These are the most fire. 
February 19th, we got the Air Jordan 3 Cardinal Red is supposedly dropping. I mean, that's just a beautiful shoe. You can't... The 3 might be the best-looking Jordan there is. And, I mean, just the the red with the... Uh, the What is it? What do they call it? I can't believe I'm... The, oh, elephant, the, zebra? the elephant skin oh, yeah, or something yeah. like that. They call it elephant something, which is that concrete-looking... Um, fire! Yeah, super fire. You get the perforated suede with the smooth suede. Yeah. And then the red eyelets on the top for the mm-hmm. for the laces. And then you, you get the gold jump man on the tongue. Classic three. Yeah, super, super fire. Definitely will be on the lookout for these. Love, love Jordan 3s. Probably my favorite Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is an absolute fire silhouette ones threes and elevens yep ones threes and elevens that's definitely it hey jumping right in reported very early reported for the holiday season this year i'm sure we'll we'll talk back about it once we get eight eight months into the year speaking of elevens (laughs) yeah we're jumping into some uh cherry red 11 highs very nice i mean if you know anything about jordan's you know that the Jordan 11 may be the most iconic of them. And these cherry retros are super fire. I Let's see. Mm-hmm. When did... I'm trying to remember when Jordan wore these. In the, uh, the 11s? Yeah, I think it was in 96. Not, not the 11s specifically, but these cherry reds. I want to say he wore them in the 94. Five, 95 season? or 96 is when he busted these out along with the uh because i remember my favorite my favorite colorway with the original colorway of them was the black mm-hmm. with the white and mm-hmm. red sole yeah, with yeah. the red jump man on the side like that was a fire the colorway bread. of them. the bread so but what makes these these have always been a super like sought after pair of shoes they never released them really only jordan had these available to mm-hmm. him and even chris paul who is thought of as the jordan 11 pe king <laughs> he, he if you look it up jo- chris paul has some of the craziest jordan 11 pe's that you will ever see and he hasn't he wasn't even able to get a pair of these because so few of them were actually made just for jordan yeah so these will definitely be a, a treat for the jordan fans who have been, you know, looking for these to come out for a while. So, this is six shoe too. Very clean silhouette. You just white upper, red patent leather. There's never anything crazy with the Jordan 11s. Big fan. This super smooth, super clean looking shoe. And last but not least, I think for maybe three weeks in a row, <laughs> we're jumping in to some Jordan golfs, and yet again, Jordan is blowing us away. With the Jordan 1 low golf shoes. Now they're hitting us with our favorite. If you know Pledge and I, we love the powder blue on some shoes. And these Jordan 1 low university blues that are coming out later this year. Golf edition. Good lord. 140. I mean, dude, I would buy these and literally just wear them as normal shoes. Yeah. I mean, A, they're fire like that. But I also know because I've got a golf fit that yeah. is university blue Ooh. that this would Ooh. go so much fire with. Like I remember when the uh, Jordan one mm-hmm. golf 
initially dropped in in the university blue yeah. the, the highs yeah yeah and i wanted those so bad but these lows look equally as fire dude i am obs- i'm all about the details when it comes to shoes like that's my big thing you got some fire details i'm gonna be into the shoe yeah i am obsessed with the jordan golf tongue tag i think that's so cool the collab between the two sports mm-hmm and yeah, just obviously the Jordan one low university is fire. And then you add that golf tongue tag, golf swoosh on the bottom. Yeah. I mean, this is probably my favorite shoe of the ones we've talked about today. And wow. Just my favorite is the Cardinal Red Cardinal in the Red. three. Yeah. But this this Jordan Low one's a close second. It's, just because it's so clean, man. Just because I like the high a yes. little bit more that we saw earlier. Mm, got you. I think I like the low. I get it. Look, I I don't disagree that it's not fire. Yeah. But it's just the when it comes to Jays, mm-hmm. like I like that, no, that basketball I mean, shoe look, especially if I'm going to rock it out on the golf course like that. Yeah. To look like I'm in basketball shoes would be dope. I mean, two of my favorite pairs of shoes that I own are Jordan 1 High. So exactly. I love the Jordan 1 High, but something about the cleanness of this low is just oh, sure. so nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, it's just second to the Jordan 1 High golf shoe that I saw. It's fair. It's a fair In assessment. the same colorway. Yeah. Something about that colorway, man. You just cannot beat it. That's all we got for you when it comes to sneakers today, y'all. We'll be right back to go into our pick'em segment. Y'all hang tight. We are the post-up San Antonio Sports Star ESPN AM 1250 and now 103.3 FM. And make sure to check us all out on the go at sasportstar.com. Hang tight. We'll be right back. What up, San Antonio? This is the post-up. It's our last segment. Going to fire it off real quickly because we got to get up out of here. So starting tomorrow, Bulls versus 76ers. Who you got? I got Sixers. Give me the Bulls. Tuesday, Nets-Celts. Who you got? Celts. Give me the Celts. Wednesday, we got Jazz-Warriors. Who you got? Warriors. Warriors. Give me give me the Warriors too. Thursday, Bucks, Suns. Tough one. Suns. Give me the Bucks. And there you have it, y'all. <laughs> that is what we got for you today. Me what days are those games? So Sunday are Bulls Sixers. Mm-hmm. Tuesday is Net Celts. Wednesday, Jazz Warriors. And Thursday you get the Bucks and the Suns. Nice. Y'all watch some hoops, especially watch some college hoops today. We have the best slate of the year so far. Duke UNC at 5 o'clock. Make sure you check it out right here on 103.3 FM mm-hmm. or and ESPN AM 1250. Tonight, we've got Duke North Carolina That's what coming I just up. said, homie, at 5. I know. That's what I said. But check it, it out here. At, it starts at 4.45 with the pregame. Mm, 4.45 pregame, 5 o'clock tip. Look, if we're going to preview duke north carolina as we got a few more seconds mm-hmm. how weird is it that i thought this season was all going to be about coach, coach k. k yeah and we've heard literally next to nothing about his re- final season i think it starts more heavily when the nfl runs out and there's just less to talk about 
But that's all we got for you today. We'll be back next week. Y'all watch some hoops and hang tight. We are the post up. Check you later.